Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Live from Minneapolis, St. Paul. A closet, actually. I'll tell you more about that in a moment. Good morning and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning. In for Jason, I'm Bradley Trainer, along with Alexis, Dawn, and Kenny. It's just two minutes after your six o'clock hour. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. How you oh, doing? Good morning. morning to Kenny as well. Hi. Hi, Kenny. Kenny. Good morning. Yeah. Hey, everyone can <laughs> hear here. each other. Our levels good. I know we have. You uh, know, Bradley's a little overmodulated, but. I thought I'd bring that up later, but hey, Bradley, oh, turn no, I can turn down that a down. Bit. You I'll just down look. A We'll get yeah. this figured out. Yesterday, I was too quiet. Today, I'm too loud. How's that? Do you like my I'm voice now, Turn it down Dawn? a little bit more. It just sounds a little muffled. Like you're talking Check into one, it. one, two, sibilance, sibilance. Sibilance. Yeah. Now, how's sibilance. that? Do you like this? Do you oh, like this? Oh, sure. It's a little bit better. That is a little okay, better. Okay, good. Yeah. Things are, All right. are just, you know, we're just, we're working it out as we as we do because you're, you're at home. But, you know, before we get into that and while you're in your closet, we have to start the day off with some coffee, as yeah. we always do, or tea. Let's do it. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. Coffee, coffee. I do actually. I've already sucked down half a cup. Yesterday I was slow rolling it. Today I think we're gonna have a full pot. Are you sitting on the floor again? <laughs> no, I'm actually in a chair, you guys. Great. Wow. I'm staring at pants. Oh. Oh, so you moved to, into the closet. Yeah, no, it's the first time in 45 years. Actually, no. Let's see, I came out in when I was 19, so however many years that is. Oh, don't make us do math right now. Oh. No, no math. Too early. How's your coffee, you guys? Yeah. Oh, my coffee is great. It's hot. It's delicious. It's, um, yeah, I, I, it's much needed. Absolutely. Dawn? Oh, mine is just great, guys. It's uh, warm. I'm halfway through it. It's uh, herbal tea, but I still feel like I need it, you know? Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're still Kenny? on the no caffeine thing, huh? That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Feel Kenny? a lot better. Can you hear mine? I'm pouring. Oh, oh that's yeah. my second that cup. Second Is cup there the a better? Do you have your own coffee pot in your studio area? Uh, I do make my own pot of coffee in the morning, and then I put it in my uh, 1942 thermos and bring it down here, and uh, drink the whole thing. It's usually gone by noon. Oh. When I have yeah. to make another pot to get through the afternoon. Yeah, because then you start with yeah, Garage Logic, yeah, which awesome. I listened to for the first time yesterday. Oh, then, uh, yeah. Oh, how did that go? It was great. You guys were mm. talking about schools and the announcement on Friday. You don't seem like you'd be the target audience, Don. 
Um, you don't know me like that. <laughs> she likes to wander down that I think my radio favorite dial. part is when Sushere, uh suggested that all the kids wear Flava Flav clocks so they can time out how long they've been around other kids every 15 minutes. Because that, <laughs> that was one be of fun. the suggestions. <laughs> that would be fun. Who's that rapper that wears the clock? Yeah, that was good. Flavor Flav, Joe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, man. Oh, God. You have to laugh about that topic because I don't know Uh, at this point what you do. Oh, Mm -hmm. it's a huge argument right now. That's why I like this show. We don't argue politics. (laughs) No. We just act the fool. And that's what I like doing. We talk about coffee and the holidays (laughs) today. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Do do we have holidays? Yeah. Do you have those today, Kenny? Uh, Let me click on it. This is always my favorite part of Jason's intro, too. Hooray for Kids' Day. Okay. National Chocolate Chip Day. Mm-hmm. Na- oh, wait, it's National Night Out tonight? Oh. Oh. I forgot about that. It's National right. White Wine Day, mm-hmm. Single Working Women's Day, and okay. U.S. Coast Guard Day. So there Let's you go. Let's get those Coast Guard guys with those single women, huh? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Lines up nice. Make some do cookies. Coast Guard, do Coast Guard guys have uh, nice uniforms? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, my my uncle was a Coast Guard do, yeah. captain. He had okay. a whole ship he seems yeah. pretty nice and easy i mean he's my uncle so i wasn't looking at him you in that were. way but <laughs> what is going on i don't know. Talk about I don't something know. else i thought i thought alexis you were going to ask me about my sourdough i but, am about you know, to ask you about, about your sourdough but um yeah your sourdough okay so you got a cookbook in the mail right or something came i did you're yeah. really excited about because a lot of people are doing their starters and making sourdough yeah so that was that what was my mean? like that was my uh, pandemic hobby uh, that I picked up when we were all um, sitting at home and sure. still sitting at home. So yeah. I decided to pick up sourdough. And it, you know, it's one of those things people overcomplicate everything, man. But once you figure it out, it's so fun. I mean, to have a, a fresh loaf of bread in your home, we I do it once a week. So we've always got a loaf of, of, of uh, bread. But I, I did get a, a new cookbook and I'm super excited about it because once you've made a loaf of bread over and over it's like okay what are we gonna do next yeah well because you've made different like focaccias and um I, just the actual loaf itself but i am so discouraged by seeing the uh the starter and you know i don't know if you keep it in a mason jar but mm-hmm. you know it's, are there bubbles and then mm-hmm. does it have the right smell and consistency that would be the thing that i'm the most worried about is making sure you know it, the starter's good yeah, it seems like something that people want to overcomplicate, right? Um, because there's so many different steps and like, are the bubbles right? Are, is the temperature right? And you can get like super... The thing I've learned about sourdough, and this is going to get real nerdy real early, so I apologize. But the thing I learned about sourdough is people make sourdough based on their personality. So you can get... If, if you're like, you follow all the rules and you need to write everything down, you can do that and you'll make sourdough a certain kind of way. If you're kind of you know helter skelter and kind of you know sort of just dump <laughs> things <laughs> you can do that too i'm somewhere I don't know in if between I'd be able to go to a party and go try my helter skelter sourdough <laughs> well okay. I just did whatever i felt like <laughs> that's what kind of yeah. what kind are you then i i'm guessing you kind of go your own way 
I'm somewhere in between. Like I have to follow, uh, especially when I started, I had to be very, you know, follow a, yeah. you got to find somebody who makes it the way that you're willing to make it. So if it's like at 4.52, you need to remove the starter and see how many bubbles, like that's too specific for me. So you got to find somebody that has a setup that you're willing to do and then, and then once you've done it a couple times, you, you don't really need to use the recipe anymore. You kind of get a feel for like, okay, this sourdough starter is ready to go. Let's bake a loaf of bread. Yeah. So okay. it's been a process. And then you have to get like a piece of someone else's sourdough, right, to get it started? Or can you just start it all on your own? No, you oh, started... Oh, you know what I'm um, thinking of? You... Kombucha. That's what I'm thinking, because you have to get someone Scooby or Scoby, right? Yeah, then let's get all to... fermentable up in here. That's uh, you what I'm talking about. Okay. We should talk pickles, girl, because I know you like That's to make I pickles. Do. That's what I do. I, Ferment. I Go ahead. And it's it's really all the same thing, right? Like, it's all the same concept, mm -hmm. whether you're fermenting pickles, whether you're fermenting sourdough. Um, but, no, sourdough, you, you can you can create a starter from your own. It's a lot easier if you know somebody who's got their own starter. Yeah. Do you or have you ever made sourdough pancakes? Oh, yes. No, I you love have. those. Oh, How yes. are they? Oh, they're amazing. That, better than regular to, pancakes. You have to like <gasps> sourdough. So love if it. you don't like I that do. sort of tangy mm -hmm. quality, mm -hmm. you're yeah. not going to love it. But if you do, and here's the cool thing about the pancakes, Kenny, yeah. is that um, every time you get your starter going, you have to remove half of it. Have you heard of like sourdough discard? Where like every time you want to yeah. feed your starter, you have to get rid of half. Everything so, I know about sourdough, I've learned from a guy named Dick Prenicky, who was the star of Alone in the Wilderness, a documentary film that he shot. He moved uh, to the wilderness, the back, uh, the back country in Alaska in the 60s. He built his own cabin, and he lived there through the 80s until he was in his 80s. And wow. he ate sourdough every single day. Yeah. yeah. It's the gift that keeps on giving. So you take yeah. half of that starter get rid of it but instead of throwing it away you turn it into pancakes or you can make crackers out of it that's what yeah. i do a lot so yeah you can make any anything that's bread you can make sourdough, make a, sourdough a, a sourdough version. version boy i'm down with that that sounds oh. like a great idea and uh, elizabeth reese was doing this for a while i wonder if she still is oh i bet she's making something yeah. fantastic i know she made those pancakes yeah, and it's like like I said, once you get going in a rhythm, uh, it's super easy. Alexis, I'm surprised you haven't done it because of all the pickling you do. I know. I need to start. That's why I'm so curious it, because I it seems overwhelming, but then I'm like, because I'm home, I'm cooking. You guys, I'm the best wifey right now. I'm just going to pat myself on the back because I'm not normally cooking at all, right? But I've, I've been making some stuff. Anhel goes to the farmer's market. Like last night, I made an eggplant um, hot Indian dish that was mm -hmm. so delicious. And so you're right. I mean, having a little sourdough something something would be really good. Well, will you do so this? So that's when part we... of, uh, yeah, figuring this out because I was like, Brad can do it. But you're always well, doing we... that stuff anyway. Can we do this? Because I would love yeah. to hear um, about the stuff that you're cooking. And then mm -hmm. maybe we can do some food crafty. Because uh, essentially that's what sourdough is, right? Food crafts. Yeah, um, it is. <laughs> and then I also know that, Dawn, you've got a story about boiling your wooden spoon. So I we sure need to get do. to all of that when we come back right here on My Talk 1071.
Before we find out what yummy things Alexis has been making for Angel and not us because uh, we wish she were, um, and why Dawn is boiling her wooden spoon, <laughs> I did want to remind you guys that the My Talk 1071 and St. Paul Saints are bringing you the Cat Video Festival 2020 Virtual Quarantine Edition presented by David from First Equity and Alexis. Mm-hmm. It's time for people to submit their videos because yes. they could win big, right? $1,000 you could win, whether we use the video or not. And it's so easy. Just go to mytalk1071.com, type in keyword cat, submit it there. And then on August 20th at 8 p.m., make sure you sit down and watch the Cat Video Festival. It's all virtual. And what's different about this time, other than being virtual, <laughs> is that you can watch it all through the weekend and then it's gone. So make sure you set some time to watch it. Can I ask that a question? Thursday through the weekend, yeah. By all means, by all. I, I've wondered this ever since we started this promotion uh, a couple of, what was it, a month or so ago. Yeah. Why would we, if you win, why would we not use it? I was thinking you the same I mean? thing, Kenny. Yeah, we just read the copy. <laughs> yeah. That's a great question. The more you random, know. Can somebody put in a, a memo? Yeah. There, it's a pretty good bet, unless it's somehow dirty or vulgar, uh, uh, that we're going to use it, right? Oh, I, I oh, see. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it, it could, could just be, be like... that they don't want to, you know, it doesn't make the final cut. I'm sure there's going to be an editorial decision about timing and stuff, but maybe it gets left on the cutting room floor and they don't want people to feel bad. But you still got $1,000, so who's, you know, yeah. who's Yeah, you know what, actually, yeah, they probably just take all of the, all of the entries and... Yeah, whether they use them or not, they'll just randomly decide, you know, the winner is. Yeah, because Alexis could submit like her, like, you know, a hamster video. And they're like, well, we're not doing hamster videos, but you were randomly selected. (laughs) Oh, we don't want to encourage hamster videos. Oh, no no hamster videos. They're all cat videos. I get it. It's randomly selected. I believe that's what they're going to do. Okay, that makes you sense. You know what? Here's All the right. thing, you guys. Go to mytalk1071.com, keyword cat. <laughs> Alexis, please yeah. tell me what kind of amazing food, because uh, I have stopped cooking as much as I was in the you, you know in the sort of thick of it. I'm still cooking, right? Yeah, but, right. Um, but my schedule's gotten a little busier now that things are opening up a little bit more. And um, so true. I need some ideas. I need some things to make. What did you make? Because I texted you, or I tried to call you last night, and yeah. you were busy making dinner, I and I I want to know what you were cooking. Okay, so I made a spicy Italian. This is Don's going to be Don's favorite segment right now, I'm sure. <laughs> Just talking about food. But um, eggplant, delicious kind of like stew with basmati rice. And, oh, it was so good. It had like all of, you know, curry and cumin and garlic and ginger, mints. I mean, it was just like a flavor uh, gosh, what does um, Fieri say? We went to Flavor Town. Flav- That's what we Flavor did. Town. Yeah, we did. Um, but I have been cooking a lot more than I. I mean, look, I went from like not cooking at all to cooking a lot more just because. You know, we're home and we're not. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast podcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Not going of course, out as often. Yeah. And with the baby, we make a lot of his food now too, which has been a whole nother adventure awesome. of trying to figure out, you know, what he would like and it, we save so much money by doing that, too, on top of it all. Um, but I don't know if you'll – well, you know, you you eat a lot of protein, don't you? Bradley? Yeah, but actually uh, what I was going to say is um, – and I want you to – if you have a recipe for the dish that you made last yeah, night. Yeah, like, I will send it to you and tweet it out. It's from the Food Network. We're doing, and I'm sure a lot of people out there are having this experience right now where they're either going to the farmer's market or they're getting a CSA. There's just so much more produce available, so we eat a ton, way more vegetables than we normally would. And I guarantee yeah. you this week in our – CSA box, there's going to be a big fat thing of eggplant, so I would love to do that. Because eggplant is one of those things, you guys, that, like, what do you do with this thing? Yeah, this was a good recipe. You steam it and then added it, basically saute everything else and, and add it to it, and it was really tasty. So, yes, Yum. I will tweet that out for you. Um, Thank but, you. But, you know, Angel doesn't eat meat so, yeah. or eggs or cheese, so, yep. I mean, we do cook a lot of <laughs> stir fries and very veggie-focused foods, so... Uh, yeah, Yum. So I, I, I can't wait to get it. Long. Thank you for uh -huh. sending it my way. Dawn, yeah. why were you boiling a wooden spoon? Well, because um, apparently cleaning your wooden spoon, of course, I hope people aren't putting them in the dishwasher, but you try to clean it as much as you can uh, using soap or just rinsing it, maybe lemon juice. So the trend now is um, that you boil the wooden spoon to see what's actually in it because it's very porous and all this Ew. stuff comes out. So here's part what? of my Instagram video. Gross. Ew. Okay, I did this boiling spoon thing. Uh, <laughs> wooden spoons are very dirty, and even if you clean them, um, they're supposed to be extra dirty. So you're supposed to boil it to see what gross stuff is on it. Mm. And uh, you're supposed to boil it for like 20 minutes. But I don't want to wait that long because that seems ridiculous. So I'm just going to soak it and come back after 20 minutes. But it boiled for about five minutes. Um, I guess it looks a little dirty, but maybe it's just supposed to soak. And anyway, we'll see the results soon. So you can see my results of my wooden spoon boiling. Um, There's like an oily film work? yeah, that, that comes up to the top. Uh, of the pan some people it looks like mold when they're done with it oh, it looks this really sounds nasty like, the, like kitchen version of a biore strip yeah right exactly. like you know those strips that we all became obsessed with in the 90s that uh -huh. you put on your Still nose in. and pull yes. out like god knows what yeah now Kenny, mc you... was really really proud of the fact that his wooden spoon really wasn't that dirty he's like see i told you and i'm like i know you're very clean don't worry about it <laughs> I don't think I have any wooden spoons in the house. Really? I, I, I don't think we use any. I don't find a need for them. I, I have a, oh, a, a I tactile with, aversion to wooden spoons. I Touching wooden spoons grosses me out. That's another Alexis day. Alexis doesn't. Oh. Did you catch that? She doesn't think she has any other spoons. Alexis, yeah. I expect you to boil your spoons and do a video so we can see how nasty I they know. are. Now I've got to think about that. Because, yeah, I use, that's what I normally use. So <laughs> Check Dawn's Instagram for her video and Alexis's soon for hers. And thanks, hopefully, for that recipe. When we come back, Alexis is going to tell us 
about Leo DiCaprio and a deal with Apple. Good morning and welcome back to Vegetable Chat here on My Talk 1071. Okay, actually not. You're listening to Jason and Alexis on My Talk. I'm Bradley Trainer along with Alexis, Dawn, and Kenny. Good morning. It's about 631 and we were talking about veggies. Don't worry, we've got a great eggplant recipe for you um, later in the show. But That's right. Alexis, I just tweeted it out if you want to check it out. Lex and the cities. Yes, Bradley. Perfect. You've got the, de- or, uh, the deets on yeah. this story about, I saw the headline okay. that Leonardo DiCaprio has inked a first look deal with Apple. What do we know? That's a big deal. Leonardo DiCaprio, big movie star, signing a TV deal. Now, it's with his production company called Appian Way. And so, yeah, this is the first look TV deal. It's a multi-year deal, and they'll develop TV projects for Apple. Uh, He has uh, someone who uh, also runs the business with him, Jennifer Davison. And they already have two projects set up. So I'm curious to see what you guys think. The first is a feature called Killers of the Flower Moon. It's directed by Martin Scorsese. Leonardo's in it as well, so that should be fun. Well, I don't know how fun is really. It's Killers of the Flower Moon. But, you know, to have a project like that for Apple, Apple needs something. And this is a a nice nice project and the next one is a thriller series called Shining Girls. He'll executive produce it and Elizabeth Moss will star in it. Have any so of bring you guys a lot of read... star power? Yeah, absolutely. Have either of you or any of you read Killers of the Flower Moon by chance? No. No. So, um did you What's read Devil in the uh, Have you read Devil in the White City? I think that's the name of the title. It's the same author. That's, is that uh, about the serial killer H.L. Yes. Holmes? Okay. Yep. Yeah, I think I and, have read. Yeah, I did read that. And it's by the same author, um, and his name is David Grant. And um, it's all about the Osage murders, and um, which were these. It's just a you know another um, true crime story, but also sort of tells a tale of the birth of the FBI. Back in the twenties, I think. Okay. Um, oh. And it's a great story. So when I saw that he was connected to this project, I was like, okay, he's picking real. Um, you know, this is quality stuff because you wouldn't. This is not just any story, and it's not just any book. So I feel like this is a good sign. Yeah. Well, and Apple needs to has to compete with all the other streaming, including, of course, Netflix, which they've been signing like crazy. And I think for a long time we don't really talk about Apple. No, that much because you know, it only had the morning on? show on it, right? Right, and yeah. Did, and a lot of people were like, about that. I, I too. didn't sign up for it because they didn't have anything really to offer other than that. And mm-hmm. I do a morning show. But you show, watch Quibi. So right. I watch Quibi, yeah, because it's five dollars and it was ninety days free. What was yeah. uh, what's Apple's fee? Do we know? Oh, I don't know that. It's probably like ten That's bucks good. a month. Yeah, probably something around that. Yeah. And also, Apple, not only with Leonardo DiCaprio, but of course, you know, they have now deals with Oprah Winfrey and Julia Louis-Dreyfus, um, Id- Idris Elba. So there should be some really good stuff coming. And I wonder how you guys feel about this. You guys like Ewan McGregor, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, for Love sure. Love him. Well, did you know he's he likes to ride motorcycles? So there's an... A show coming coming up called Long Way Up. It's a new motorcycle adventure starring him and his friend Charlie. I guess they've been friends for more than a decade and watch them go on an adventure. So that's another thing coming in September. So that's like a reality show-ish yeah. documentary kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So 
Good on you, Apple. It's about time. It's been a long time. I will say this, um, and this David Grand thing is this: um, the Killers yeah. of the Flower Moon. That's a series, or that's a no? It's a feature. Uh, it's, so it's a yeah. feature movie. Yeah. So I, um, I don't know that a movie would get me to subscribe to Apple. I, I feel like you're gonna need a, another series that um, I don't know anything about this Shining Girls that um, that he's also connected with. That's a series. That's a but series, I feel like yeah. you, I feel like you would need. Um, a lot more movies in order for me to to sign up, but you know, you probably just need one or two really good series to get people to start heading yeah. over. I mean, the morning show I think did did a great job in the beginning, right? Um, yes, there were kind of mixed reviews, but you're right, that brought a lot of people to the yard. We've got Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon, so I'm trying to look and see how much it costs to um to yeah, join it's funny. Apple. Because, yeah, I mean, all of us are thinking, what else do we need to add here to, you know, the streaming here? Let's yeah, see. I've got so many streaming services at this point that I'm like, I'm not even watching half the stuff that's no. on the streaming services I'm paying for. So I am not bringing on it. I've been shedding streaming services, in fact. I got yeah. rid of BritBox. And... Oh, you did. I was just thinking about adding that the other day. Well, you should. If you, I mean, I've watched a lot, so I've gotten. I think I've gotten my money's worth. But if you've been thinking about it, it's a great service. It's for mostly. Um, well, it's not mostly. It's all British um, produced television, and there's a do lot of great classic. Stuff? Hmm. Do they always add stuff to it too? Because they like do. You said, after you've watched what you want, <laughs> then you're done. Yeah, they do. But like, you're not. There hasn't been anything that's drawn me back, so I'm willing to <laughs> sort of turn it off. I do the same thing with CBS All Access. I'll turn it off once my shows are done, yeah. and then I'll turn it back on when I when there's a new series. Which, That's... by the way, TikTok, I want Star Trek Discovery season three already. I've been waiting way too long. Yeah. TikTok, TikTok, yeah. Oh, no, I thought TikTok, you meant the like, TikTok app. I'm like, they're no. putting that on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is getting really weird. It's four ninety nine a month. For oh, Apple. oh, that's so, not bad at all. That's actually pretty good. You get a free seven day trial, and then four ninety nine a month. So, I mean, if you rent like a movie. Quibi. If you rent a movie from iTunes, you're going to spend more than four ninety nine. So yeah. why not get a month of yep. the streaming service? Yeah, might as well. Okay, all right. But you're Thank right, though. You. We're having to make so many choices. We've actually canceled our cable, which I'm having a hard time. But we're we're working it out. <laughs> uh, we Wait, you canceled streaming. your cable? Yeah, because we have different streaming services that cover all of the channels that we yeah. wanted to watch anyway. Um, but you know, Wait I'm kind of just a creature of habit and I remember all, you know, all the channels and it's just easy to, you know, pop on now. It's like, wait, which one is it on again? Okay. All right. Go to this service to watch this. And through our Roku, there's all of these free services that I didn't mm -hmm. even know about. Yeah. Kenny, what, what, about, sports? what about sports? Ugh. Yeah. For we on hell. Yeah. He watches it through ESPN and gets oh. the, the app that way. And because then local. I, I have Dish Network and I can't get Fox Sports North, which means I don't get to watch the Twins or the Wild, and that is uh, really irritating to me. It God, seems like sports. It yeah. seems like sports is honestly for well, I mean, I don't watch sports, so it doesn't matter to me. But like that seems to be the deciding factor of about how people are going to get their TV. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. A lot of times, you know oh, yeah. what. Because we, we changed over to Hulu Live, so we have live TV through Hulu, and then oh. it comes with a bundle. It was just cheaper to get Disney and everything, but it also includes a sports offering, yep, which I could not too. tell you. Yeah, so I don't oh. know anything about that. But oh, Yeah, hmm. that's, what we, that's, that's yeah, how we got it. It's through the bundle with, with Hulu. Yeah, Kenny, that would be good to look into. 
is it a you know i like the reason i like cable and and uh, dish is because i just have a remote yeah, and it's that's easy. all I have to do is go through the Thank channel. You. And it seems you guys, with all the streaming services, you're bouncing around and going back and forth from the computer and blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Is it, is it more work-intensive? Is it user-friendly? I think it depends on what, what um, user interface you have, which means, like, do you have an Apple, a Roku, a Fire Stick, or a you know Google Chrome box or whatever it's called? So if you have an interface like that that will connect all of those things, then it's easy to surf from you know your live TV to your streaming services like Netflix. Like, we use Apple TV, and it's been super efficient. I don't have to constantly yeah. figure out which remote to use. I just use one remote. Oh, okay. Yeah. That That's Roku what does I help mean. with that. Yeah. yeah, I have a Fire Stick, uh, and it's so easy to. You can just add apps on your yeah. on your TV, just like you would a computer. So I can just search oh. for ESPN, add it, and then it just charges my, well, my, basically my phone bill, really, because it's all tied in. Yeah, Kenny, yeah, so, we need to do a consultation for your TV service. It's like a pain in the ass. We'll save it. you some money because I it guarantee, does, and it is. <laughs> it's a huge because we had we had uh, satellite TV before, and it was a, it was a lot more expensive. I'll just leave it at that. So, so Hulu Live TV, do you get all of the, the local stations? Yep, you do. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yep, you absolutely that's what do. I'm struggling it. with right now. Yeah, and honestly, the amount of live TV we watch now is, like, there's barely any live TV that I will tune. I mean, if you're bored and you're not doing Same. anything. But now, you just need something that's there in case there is something you want to watch, and certainly local channels, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we need to... Um, I do want to hear this story when uh, we come back, Dawn, about Tamar Braxton. Yeah, she um, had a suicide attempt, and uh, her... She's praising her boyfriend now for saving her life and finding her. Okay. Will you tell us about that? I sure will. Awesome. Right here on My Talk 1071. All right, we're going to find out in just a moment why Tamar Braxton is thanking her boyfriend for saving her life. Here on My Talk 1071, streaming live and doing everything on the app. And by the way, you should download the app, the My Talk 1071 app, wherever you get your apps, because we have a whole month's worth of awards. In fact, for August, we've got some pretty cool things, right, Alexis? Uh, yes, we do. Lots of cool things that you could win. Yeah, so just go to uh, MyTalk1071.com and sign up. And we're a cheap date. We'll go anywhere with you. Yeah, we absolutely will. Wherever you get your apps, download mytalk1071.com. You can also stream us live on the website. And uh, this is Bradley Trainer, along with Alexis Thompson, Don McLean, and Kenny. Jason will be back in, what, just another week and a half or so? Mm -hmm. And I'm yep. sure he'll have all sorts of stories to tell you. But, Dawn, I wanted to get right back to this story about mm -hmm. Tamar Braxton. Because I, I saw the headline that he, she is thanking her boyfriend for saving her life. Yes. So she had a suicide attempt um, about a month ago. She attempted to take her life. Actually, it was just July 16th. She was staying at the Ritz-Carlton residences in Los Angeles. Los Angeles. And her, her boyfriend actually found her unresponsive. Um, so she has been in recovery for depression and, you know, just getting over this incident. It was such a public incident and, you know, can be embarrassing, especially, you know, if you're a celebrity like Tamar Braxton. So, um, so she 
sent out a message that said, if you have ever been in recovery or treatment, you know that you reflect on a lot of things. So I couldn't let another day, another second go by without publicly thanking my love, David Adefeso. Adefeso? I hope I'm saying that right for saving my life. And um, she says, I'm so grateful. I was in our home lifeless. And I'm sure finding me in that way that you couldn't, that couldn't have been easy through this entire time. You've held my hand, heard my cries, held me when I've been weak. You've been in my entire back. And she goes on to talk about how um, some critics have placed the blame on him. And she says, I will not allow anyone to call you controlling or, quote, that African man. Like, I don't have a mind of my own. Because without this African man, I simply would not be here. Everything isn't political and your love for me is not that. You were here for me when nobody else was. You're my angel on earth. So she's going out there to defend him and um, thanking people for the prayers. Uh, so that is the long and short of it. I haven't heard, wow. you know, I read the story initially, but I haven't done any deep dives into people saying, you know, people say awful things on social media. Oh, God. And, and you know, when people, you know, there's a suicide attempt um you know, that has every, you know, it doesn't most of the time have a lot to do with anybody else involved. You know, it has a lot to do with the person and their, how they process things and how they feel alone mm-hmm. and their healing. And oh, I just absolutely. think it's so wrong to blame somebody else in their life. A lot of times, you know, people are doing everything they can to try to help raise the person's spirits and talk them out of depression. And it's just so personal, you know, that. I, I just hate it whenever I hear somebody else blamed for uh, a life that is taken by suicide or a suicide attempt. It's just gross. Yeah. Well, that's why this is so important that she's speaking out about this. And it's huge, right? Like, and it's not an easy thing. So for her to take the time to address this stuff out mm-hmm. in the open takes a certain amount of courage that I don't know I or a lot of people would feel comfortable having after something like that because there is such a stigma. But it's also just tender and sensitive. It's a part of yourself. And to share that with the world and to be very open about, you know, your relationship, that's a huge thing. Yeah, it is. vulnerable is so hard. And I was thinking after, you know, because it happened and then she came out with a, a big statement of, you know, what she was thinking at the time and, you know, how grateful she is that it didn't happen. Uh but to be that open and vulnerable, I was just waiting for people to say something like that because that inevitably is what happens here. She is showing some vulnerability, being honest about what happened, what she was thinking. And she brought up some things in that that really made me kind of think twice about the way we talk about reality stars specifically because mm-hmm. that's kind of how we know. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. been on reality TV since she was on uh, her ex-husband Vince. She had a show with him from 2012 to 2017, Tamar and Vince, and then Braxton Family Values was on for a year after that. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't, I can't even count how many times we've, oh, how we, how many times we've said, well, you know, you guys knew what you were getting into. Oh, yeah, yeah. you oh, should yeah. know cool. that that was the, you know, uh, the reality of sharing your life and getting pushback. I mean, now she's getting it again, but in a different way. But um, I'm gonna stop talking about it in that way because a lot of times they don't know what they're getting into. And she also said that she didn't feel like she had much protection. Um, when it came to, you know, when you think about other entertainers or performers, because 
I mean, that is what they're doing, even though it is a slice of their life or maybe even a manufactured slice well, of their life um, that, you know, other entertainers are protected by unions or, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. getting great agents right away. And anyway, I do... it just made me think twice about it. And I don't think we were necessary. I mean, I'm sure we were all a little naive when reality shows came out and we sort of didn't really think through all the implications of what this was going to be. And that includes the audience as well as the people who were putting themselves on display. But I yeah. also think from when we started talking about reality shows 10, 15, 20 years ago, has it been that long even? I don't know. Oh, but, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but when we started talking about them, things have changed so much in the audience, meaning social media oh, yeah. is able to, like, it used to be paparazzi, right, that would get in a star's way and they would complain about having no privacy. Well, oh, it's now hard. it's on a whole different level. We talked about a story yesterday where somebody was tweeting out a person's um like the address and a picture of their home because they gave an eight star out of 10 review for Taylor Swift's album. Right. So the ability for the audience to actually affect someone's life that it's is in great. reality television is so much different than it was even five years ago. And she's always lived in the shadow of Tony Braxton, her older sister. She's the youngest sister. Um, there are four right. sisters. And I just think in general, like if you're an actress and you had your own aspirations and dreams, to always be like Hillary Duff and not Haley Duff that, or Jamie Lynn Spears. Not That's got to be hard, you know? It's just you're always in their shadow no matter what you do. You're not really your own person. And somebody who's sensitive and battles with depression, you know, her boyfriend said that she was going through a really personal uh, struggles, including her battle with depression. And it's been a really hard time for her uh, involving her career, you know, so. Oh, yeah. This pandemic, it does a number on people. It does. And and her willingness to share it like she has been. You're right. It's really courageous to to do that yeah because you know she's relate yeah absolutely there are people that are you know going to be able to relate to it which is the positive but you know that in also being this Mm -hmm. vulnerable again there's going to be a whole slew of people who are going to show up just to to be negative and you know you can just see how it spirals and it, it snowballs out of control so you know hopefully hopefully we're sort of and kind of like you said alexis like you're going to reframe the way you think about these stories um, hopefully yeah. more and more people will do that. It also is incumbent, I think, upon people who are putting content out there out there to create maybe some more boundaries, although I don't know how you do that. Right, with everyone. Speaking, like you said, everyone's a paparazzi. Oh, Yeah, exactly. Everybody, everybody now can follow around celebrities. I mean, the mm-hmm. guy who did the podcast for Richard Simmons was basically trying to climb, you know, <laughs> like the giant wall in his backyard oh, to find out God, what happened what to Richard Simmons. That was well, and that then we podcast. all were like, "Oh God, we feel horrible now." Right? Yeah, <laughs> but exactly. we all listened so. to it. <laughs> yep. No, yeah. and but we learned a lesson in the we process, did. right? Like it wasn't yeah. necessary. Just leave him alone, basically. Yeah. Well, speaking of leaving people alone, we're not going to leave Ellen alone because. <laughs> We need to talk about specifically Portia de Rossi has broken her silence on all that Ellen drama. Mm. Um, we really need to talk about what her response actually says and um, the, the cause of that. So we'll do that when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. It's a beautiful 